What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. All right, guys, we are to number 83 on the 49ers roster countdown of 2023. And we've got a quarterback. Uh, there's a lot of quarterbacks on this team. Brandon Allen, um, the most recent addition to the quarterback room with the Brock Purdy injury and uncertainty there. He came in with an accumulative score of 400 total. Remember, the lower the score, the better. All five of our executive producers went through and ranked 1 through 91. Shea Wyatt, who was right before us, uh, before Brandon Allen at 84, had a 411 score. Um, so, you know, again, lower the score, the better. That's where he comes out. Shout out to Captain Brian White, the man, um, the executive producer and researcher for this show. Now, Brandon Allen's interesting because he's been around the league for a very long time. He's going into his sixth season. So automatically puts him, you know, veteran-wise, probably ahead of all three of the 49ers quarterbacks. Um, he's older. Um, he's has not played in as many games as Sam Darnold, but definitely played in more games than Trey Lance or Brock Purdy. Now, if you just look at his athletic profile, and I think that this is kind of what's important, is it comes off the the tape pretty he's a tweener um between all three of these quarterbacks if you put Darnold and Lance and Purdy in a blender and you came out with the the law of averages I think this is what you're going to get Brandon Allen 6'1 217 um 31 inch arms he ran his 40 yard dash in a 4.84 that's all right not bad 1.7 10 yard split not great Three cones, really good. 7.06. He's got good change of direction. 28-inch vertical, not great. Broad, 110, not great. Now, mockdraftable.com, where it just measures all the measurables and compares them to players of their position. His closest comp in the NFL is Sam Howell at 88%, Jimmy Clausen, 84%, Colt McCoy, 83%, Baker Mayfield, 83%. You kind of get the picture, right? Um, these... Not gigantic pocket quarterbacks with a little bit of mobility and a little bit of grit to them. And that's who Brandon Allen is. He's entering into his eighth season. Um, was drafted 2016. We'll get into that a little bit more. Now, he's an Arkansas boy. Uh, played high school at Fayetteville High School um, in Arkansas and then stayed in Fayetteville and played at Arkansas. So it didn't really travel a lot from high school to college. But once he got into the NFL, all that changed. Now, back at his time um, in Arkansas, the SEC, kind of took over as a junior in 2014, and he was a baller, man. He, he was a very, very good college quarterback. I remember this. Uh, we, Texas, the Longhorns, hook him, baby. Uh, we got blown out in the Texas Bowl versus, versus them, 31-7. to he, he went out there and just he played really, really well and kind of embarrassed Texas. Now, his overall stats – his junior year, 2,285 passing yards, 20 touchdowns, 5 interceptions. You know, he's not blowing people out with this high prolific offense. It was a running game predominantly, but 20 touchdowns, 5 interceptions, pretty damn good. Then his senior year in 2015, he um, what's it called? He threw 6 touchdown passes and ran in the game-winning 2-point conversion in an overtime win against Ole Miss, 53-52. to Six touchdown passes in one game. And and that's the one thing that I remember back in 2016. We didn't have quarterbacks, so I went through and I, you know, I did a lot of work on quarterbacks. 
I kept seeing just how streaky this guy was. When he's on, he's on. But you watch some of his bad tape, you're just like, ooh, this guy does not belong in the NFL. But then you watch his on-fire tape, and you're like, okay, this guy could do something. And that's why he stuck around, right? Um, he Now, I brought up the old Miss game, and here's what's crazy. Two weeks later against Mississippi State, talk about somebody that hates the state of Mississippi. <laughs> he threw seven touchdowns pass, seven touchdown passes in one game, but he lost 51 to 50. Um, he also broke Arkansas's record for career passing touchdowns. Um, yeah, you look at his total numbers his senior year 3,440 passing yards. That's good. 30 touchdowns. That's great. Eight interceptions. That's good. So, finished 8 and 5, beat K State um, in the Liberty Bowl. Pretty impressive career in the SEC. Played against top notch competition. And I, I think this is one of the reasons why he's been able to hang on for so long is because he just kind of does enough, right? He's not pressing for starter reps. In this situation, he's quarterback four for the 49ers. And so he's a guy that teams kind of settle on. Like, okay, this is a quality player, but we don't want him to be our number one. Kind of don't want him to be our number two either. He gets drafted in 2016 by the Jaguars. Um, sixth round, pick number 201. Now, here's I went back and looked at the quarterbacks in that draft. That was Dak Prescott draft. That was, you know, all that stuff. He went 40 picks after Nate Sudfeld, who was on the Niners last year, and he went six picks ahead of the actual 49ers quarterback pick that year, Jeff Driscoll. Um, so, yeah, it, you could tell it, it's just it's a small world. Now, he's only started nine games in eight years. Two and seven record, not great. He's played in 15 games. All right. So I, I went through pro football focus and just kind of – did the best that I could to break down as much of his stuff as I could just to find something. Um, his his career stats, again, very mild. 10 touchdown passes, 6 interceptions. Not great, not terrible. 1,611 yards, 56% completion percentage, not good. 78 NFL passer rating, not good. 21 sacks, terrible. Um, he did have one fourth quarter comeback and two game-winning drives in that small sample size. Now, where he adds just a little extra flavor is his rushing ability. He can move well. 33 rush attempts for 64 yards. 11 of those went for first downs. No rushing touchdowns, however. And so you've got a little bit of that grit. I, I would say he's probably more mobile in the rushing aspect than Brock Purdy. Not near as much as Trey Lance. Pretty close to Sam Darnold. Like, he, he's got them. Now, he doesn't have the short burst, right? He, he had a, uh, what was his, oh, I think it was a 1-7. Yeah, 1-7, 110 yard, whereas Brock Purdy had like a 1-5. So he doesn't have that quick, short area burst, but he can chew up some yards in the running game. Again, this cat is just the law of averages <laughs> between the three 49ers quarterbacks they already have, just with more experience. Now, I, I went through it, you know, Backup quarterbacks and number three quarterbacks are always interesting to me whenever you're looking at contracts because they usually make some money. This this, this kid's made $5.6 million throughout his career. Not bad for only played in, what, nine starts? Um, 17 NFL transactions. That does not count promoting to the practice squad and bringing relegated back down, all that stuff. You go back to his rookie year. He spent the year on and off the Jacks roster, the Jacksonville Jaguars roster as number three. Never got any playing time. 
Second and third year, he was with the Los Angeles Rams. Same thing, uh, just being promoted number three, number three, never became number two, and never saw playing time. Then in 2019, the second, you know, the second half of that year, the Broncos pick him up. And he played in three games. And the Broncos, you know, they, they went one and two during that time. Three touchdowns, two interceptions. Nothing great, nothing bad. Just, you know, bland vanilla milkshake. Uh, like, that. that's just... But it wasn't... But it was still good. Like, it, he belongs in the NFL. It's just this is kind of the stage in his career where the ceiling is limited. What do you want with Brandon Allen if he's on your team? We lose one or two quarterbacks. You come in, don't lose us games. That's what he is. And the contract and all those things kind of reflect that. Now, sorry, before I get to the contract, for the past two and a half years, he's been with the Bengals. Um, he went one and five with the Bengals, 10 touchdowns, six interceptions. You know, just when Burrow got hurt, he was competing for that backup spot and he'd be in, then they'd switch back and forth, whatever else. The Niners signed him to a one year deal, $1.2 million, with only $200,000 guaranteed. This guy's not making the roster. I just don't see it. Even if Brock Purdy is on the pup list to start the initial 53-man roster, which I don't expect, but it's a possibility, I still don't think that they keep him. Um, I, I think this is a quarterback that is okay if gets claimed by others. But as you know, a number three, he's a camp arm with upside. The, the upside is he's got starting experience. The other option the 49ers had was go with a rookie or undrafted free agent. They didn't want to do that. They wanted some experience. They didn't want to spend a lot more time on another raw prospect whenever you have, you know, Purdy and Darnold and Lance, all people who are inexperienced. Uh, Sam Darnold's 25. He's played a lot, but he still needs time. So, anyway, I understand why they went this veteran route. I like Brandon Allen. I don't think that he makes this roster. The best way that I see him to contribute to the Niners doesn't make the initial 53. Then the Niners do a swap. Uh, we've done this the last couple years where you have a guy that you want to keep but might be injured. So you put a player on the initial 53-man roster. Then you put him on short-term IR. Then you bring back Brandon Allen as that quarterback three for the first week. If, and that, the biggest if here is Brock Purdy's on the pup list. I think that's a 50-50 shot right there. I hope he's ready week one, but this is the way forward for Brandon Allen making this team. Wouldn't make the initial 53-man roster, but then would be brought back immediately after they move somebody to short-term IR, something like that. So I think he'll end up being waived, and maybe you can get him on the practice squad, whatever else, and promote him you know, for game day stuff as just the emergency, whatever, but I don't see it. Uh, but this is Brandon Allen. I, I don't think it's a bad signing. Um, I really, really don't. We have him number 83, and we're just going to keep counting them down. Football season may be over, but the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or fight for home playoff court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. And Prize Picks even offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players get injured. For basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player projection won't count against you and the rest of your entry stays live. There's lots of bets. Stephen Curry, over 27.5 points. Draymond Green, will he make one three-pointer or no? 
Very easy things to bet. Download the app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the Prize Picks app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Number 82 on the 49ers 2023 roster countdown is a fun player. Like, if, if you were to ask me what the Niners do better than almost any other team in the NFL, it's practice squad, undrafted free agent development, and building, very similar to what the Miami Heat are doing you know, in the NBA, building quality players that other teams didn't want or didn't see what they could be. And that brings us to number 82, Leroy Watson, uh, who... He, he's fun, man. This kid is personality-driven, strength, athleticism, but huge project. This guy played tight end, you know, predominantly, almost exclusively his college career. We'll get through that. But this was Spencer Burford's teammate at UTSA, the Fighting Roadrunners. He was the tight end that lined up next to him, you know, for the last three years before, you know, coming to the NFL. And... It obviously wasn't drafted, undrafted free agent, um, wasn't even a priority free agent. Uh, we'll, get, we'll get into those things, but he's got a fun journey, and I'm telling you right now, this is a guy that the 49ers have a plan for. Now, is that a plan for 2023? I don't know. He came up with an accumulative score. We have all five of our executive producers rank 1 through 91, and you add up all those rankings. He finished with a 396 score, the lower the better. Um, Brandon Allen, who was, you know, 83 had a 400 score. So he's right below that. He was not ranked last year because he was not in our roster series because he wasn't brought on until after the initial 53 man cuts and all those things. So we didn't do him. We, we didn't do a profile on him last year. Now let's look at who he is and what he is. Uh, Jersey number 77 and 78. Uh, he wore 77 in, in college, and that's kind of his Twitter handle and all that stuff, which is Twitter is pretty fun. Uh, I spent some time scrolling around there to see what he's interested in. Uh, <laughs> Jamie Foxx, J. Cole, LeBron James, and hyping up teammates. He, he, he's a dude that just, if, if people say positive things about his teammates, he's going to retweet that and put out that, that out there, which is cool. You, you know, th that's what you need with these back-end guys. Now, he's 6'5", 3'11". Tried to play tight end, you know, wanted to be the guy with the ball in his hands. He's got great hands. Even at his pro day at UTSA, he was out there running routes and snagging some good balls. But it's just not the way he's built. He's a big dude. 35-inch uh, arms. Like, he is your prototypical left tackle build. He might have some of the longest arms not named Trent Williams on the 49ers' entire offensive line. Like, he has the prototypical zone left tackle build. And guess who he's been working out with? Yeah, none other than Trent Williams. Him and Spencer Burford, uh, UTSA, it's close to Trent Williams' uh, Houston gym location, things like that. So that makes sense. Now, he's 24 years old. He ran a 4.91 40-yard dash. He quick. 1.683 cone, that's fast. Uh, a 10-yard split, sorry. 1.68 10-yard split, that's quick. Vertical, 33.5, 7.43 cone. This guy athleticism and traits the only issue is he hasn't played left tackle or right tackle for that matter i think the swing tackle role is kind of where he is athleticism check strength check um he had 18 bench press reps which wasn't you know elite for sure it's not bad 
but he had he put a video out in May. I I, I copied the video and I already recorded this once. Uh, but there's music in the background while they were working out, so YouTube took it down. So sorry about that. Uh, I'll retweet it on my Twitter feed at JL underscore chat if you want to check that out. But he put a video out in May of him repping. 545 pounds deadlift repping it uh with ease it, it looks super hard he's got strength he's got explosiveness he's got arm length he's got athleticism but it's a project he hasn't played that before now his personality is freaking all par uh he's a fun cat and again uh, can't put it out because the there's video practice but at utsa they did a mic'd up practice with him and i shared that on my twitter as well He's fun, man. Uh, he, he fits. He fits the 49ers locker room. I guarantee you him and George Kittle uh, get along just fine because he hypes people up, very positive, brings so much energy. Um, now, he's going into his second season, undrafted free agent rookie, no doubt about it. He's from Georgia, and he played at Shiloh High School in Snellville, Georgia, which I lived in Snellville for a short amount of time and uh, young Chapman uh, growing up. The generals, baby. Um, but anyway, so he's from Georgia, and he bounced around. He went to Hutchinson, Kansas Community College. He spent two years there, was incredible, before transferring to UTSA, the Roadrunners. And he got his degree in 2021, uh, multidisciplinary studies. He got that that degree done. Now, when he was in Hutchinson at the JUCO, he was a beast, man. Um, Two-way standout, tight end, defensive end, played all over the place in high school, was great um, before transferring. Now, while he was at J.C., Man, he broke a bunch of records. And if you don't know anything about Hutchinson Community College, it's kind of one of the probably top five or six JUCO schools for developing football talent to transfer to bigger programs. Um, I mean, he was he was awesome. He set school records for offense, yards per game. Like, he was a part of that as a tight end and just played really, really well. Now, whenever he goes to UTSA, he was their big tight end. He played 1,354 snaps in line, not split out. He's, he was not a move tight end. Don't tell him that because he'll argue with you because he's he's got a little wiggle to him, but he is an extra blocker that can catch. He had 24 career receptions on 43 targets, 294 yards, two touchdowns. But again, you're thinking, you're picturing big tight end. That's what he was. Now, if we look at his best PFF scores, he played three years. He was a super senior at UTSA. His best PFF scores from all three of his years, 64.2 on offense overall. Okay, 56.8 reception. He's not going to be asked to run routes. 55.5 drop rate. All right, not going to be asked to catch balls. 66.1 pass block, but the one that stood out to me most, 78.3 run blocking grade. That's a Shanahan guy. It's a Shanahan staple. Hyper-athletic, good guy in space, loves to run block. And that's what he was. And that's what he is. Now, um, on his school player profile, and again, I, I got to say shout-out to Josh, the 49ers guru, executive producer of this show who uh, did almost all this research, crushed it, uh, found that you know two of his passions are cooking and playing the piano, very well-rounded individual. Now, whenever he came into the NFL, the New England Patriots picked him up first. They signed him to their practice squad September 1st. I, I'm not sure what happened. Didn't last long. Um, 
Niners sniped him within the week. Uh, got him over on our practice squad. Patriots said no. We brought him over, and he's been here since. He was on the practice squad all year last year. They kept him. They liked what they saw from him. So much so, in January 31st, they brought him back on another one-year deal on a reserve futures contract. Now, is this a guy that's going to make the team this year? No. And there's a reason why we have him 82 on our 91-man roster countdown series. It's 91 because we got the international exemption with Alfredo Gutierrez, um, which we already did. He was on a previous episode. But this is a guy who is a project player. And you got to remember, every single person when they were going into the draft was saying Niners got to go online, got to go online, got to go online. They didn't draft one O-lineman, not one. They didn't touch one offensive lineman in the draft. Why? Because there's a lot of guys in-house that they have a lot of confidence in. Leroy Watson, I doubt, plays a snap this year. I doubt he makes it to the active roster this year. The transition time that it is taking, it's still got a ways to go. But for the 49ers 2024 roster countdown, especially if Trent Williams finally decides to hang up the cleats, I hope he doesn't. I hope he comes back. But I'm telling you right now, this kid, Leroy Watson, is in the mix for a possibility to compete for a swing tackle role next year or a hyper-athletic left tackle. The Niners like what they got in him. I don't know what that looks like. Obviously, are they moving forward with the expectation he's going to be starting left tackle? No, that's not what I'm saying at all. What I am saying is it's an extra body that has been in the system, not one, but now going on year two that will know everything, has the physical traits, has the attitude. He was teammates with Spencer Burford for three years, who's our starting right guard. He's going to have a chance to compete probably next year. We'll see what happens. Injuries happen, whatever else. But if you look at the Niners offensive tackle you know, room. You got Trent Williams, obviously. Colton McKivitz, obviously. Matt Pryor, I would put third. Jalen Moore, probably fourth. But if you're asking me who that fifth tackle is, who will not make the 53, but is there, Leroy Watson's name has to be in there. Maybe Nick's a kill, but they've been working him inside. They like this guy as a back-end practice squad scout team player that gives Bosa and Drake Jackson this look of a hyper-athletic lineman with long arms, I'm excited about him. But he is number 82. I don't see him making the roster at any point this year. But I'm telling you this. The Niners continue to invest in this kid and believe in this kid. I'm not betting against him. And, and again, you know, when we do the reasons for the 2023 roster countdown it's who helps the team the most this year only we're not looking long term this is the 2023 next year i'm going to argue yeah i've got it written in my notes and hopefully i go back and check he's 82 this year i don't think he's going to be in the 80s or 70s next year and it's a back-end guy but I think that this is a guy who very possibly could be a 50s, 60s type guy next year. And that's a huge step up for a guy that was undrafted and who's just got a mountain to climb on that offensive tackle jet chart. But that's Leroy Watson. Fun kid, fun prospect. Excited to see him develop. For us, we'll just keep counting him down. We are to number 81 on the 49ers roster countdown. And we have undrafted free agent defensive back not sure where he's going to fit Avery Young he came in with the score of 393 and all five of our producers rank one through 91 we add up those five scores he came out to 393 Josh the 49ers guru is today's executive producer of the show now 
Avery's fun because crazy experience, played five years, started as a true freshman um, at Rutgers. He's played multiple positions. He's got a lot there. Academic, all Big Ten. He's awesome on and off the field. Classroom, worker, consistent, no injuries. You ain't got to worry about that. Does everything. And he fits exactly what the Niners want. I just don't know where they're going to put him. Um, Some people have him labeled as a safety because that's what he played the last two years in college. But he was an outside corner before then. He's played slot. I think slot or safety is where he's going to wind up. He's got jersey number 36. Six foot, 200 pounds. Stop me if you've heard that before. How many defensive backs can you get that are six foot, 200 pounds? The Niners say not enough, no matter what. Short arms, 31, 7 eighths inch, so right at 32 inches, but not long arms. Again, his athletic profile just screams can't play outside corner. Like, there's a few things that just you have to have. Top end speed, he doesn't have. He ran a 4.7840. And long arms. He doesn't have those two things. Now, what he does have is a great three cone. He's got a 6.93 cone, which tells me shifty, shifty, quick, quick. So I think slot is where he could play, and I think safety is probably where he'll start. 37-inch um, vertical, that's good. 11-6 broad jump, that's good. Um, he's only 23 years old, which is interesting because he's a super senior, right? But he didn't redshirt. He goes to Rutgers and starts right away and just was great from the start. It really didn't put up any bad tape. Um, there's some plays that you can find where it's like, okay, I wish you played better, but consistent and team captain, all those things. Yeah, he checks the box. Now, high school, this is awesome. Um, Josh, our 49er, the 49ers guru that did the research on this, went to the same school in Pennsylvania, Coatesville High School. Uh, now, Josh was there whenever he was younger, but um, communications major, graduated. He was a three-star recruit, chose Rutgers, uh, the Scarlet Knights. Now, Listen to all these awards. I mean, he's well-respected within his teams, for sure, within his community. He's known as the pride as Co pride of Coatesville, where he grew up in Pennsylvania. But, again, honorable mention, all Big Ten, uh, coaches and media. Um, he was the all-ECAC defense. He was the 2022 Iron Knight Award, which is a team award given. He was a team captain. Um, you know, 2020 honorable mention, Big 12 or Big Ten, sorry, academic All-Big Ten. He, he just did so much, and he led the Red Raiders to a 13-2 and record back in high school um, in 6A. So, like, good competition there, too. So this is somebody who's played a lot of really good football against quality opponents. Pennsylvania is no joke whenever it comes to high school football. Um, and, you know, he intercepted a pass and returned it 72 yards for the winning touchdown in, as a senior. Talk about getting a pick six, man. Uh, dude's just a beast. Also played on offense in high school, 31 passes, 482 yards, scored eight touchdowns. And as a junior, first team all league at both wide receiver and defensive back. Like he, he could do it all. And not just on the football field, stud basketball player. Um, he was a small forward on his varsity basketball team and ranked the 29th basketball recruit in the state of Pennsylvania by rivals. So you can see shifty, you know, like he's just one of those all-purpose athletes, probably a better athlete than he is a specific role player. Again, safety or slot. And I don't think he can play outside, but you've got these three defensive spots that he could fill and obviously special teams. Um 
Now, he's got pedigree as well. His dad was drafted by the Colts in 1985 um, in the third round, Anthony Young. Um, you know, he was from Temple, and his brother Jordan is currently on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. His other brother Aaron is currently a running back at Rutgers with him. They were teammates. So pedigree, check. <laughs> Off the field, check. Uh, experience, check. Yeah, all those different things. Now, his high school coach said, quote, Avery is probably the highest character player we have had um, in my time at Coatesville, end quote. And you'll, you'll hear about his college coaches too a little bit later on. Everybody loves this dude. Uh, <laughs> you get these guys, I mean, team captain, the high school level, college level, academics, all those things, he's just got them. Now, if you look, again, this is a five-year starter at college at Rutgers. And, you know, if you look at his total stats, 326 tackles, ridiculous, 26 pass breakups, 10 tackles for loss, five forced fumbles, that's great. Three interceptions, not great. You would like more ball skills, but the pass breakups are there. So he's getting... He's closing on the ball, and he's getting his hands on the football, just not bringing them down as much. That, that's kind of the big issue. Three sacks, one uh, fumble recovery. Now, I went through his snap allocation in college. Um, Avery Young, and it's interesting, started as an outside corner. 2018, he had 687 outside uh, corner snaps, 131 strong safety, eight in the slot, and 144 special teams. He was a special teamer his entire five years. 2019, his sophomore year, 581 outside snaps. 2020, 381 outside snaps. Then they moved him to the slot, 171 slot corner snaps. His last two years had over 750 free safety snaps. So he's got experience at the three spots that I think he's going to be playing in. I think safety is probably where you put him. And then maybe slot, but special teams is where this guy's going to have to make his, his cake. Now, film... Um, watching him play a little bit, very experienced, and it shows. Awareness, football IQ, check, check, check. He, he's got those things. 54 career starts, it shows. His highest grade from Pro Football Focus, it's tackling. This dude can tackle with the best of them. He finished with an 88.9 tackle grade over these five years. So a 9.2 career missed tackle percentage, that is awesome for a defensive back. Very, very, very good. Um, 81 career solo stops. That's He fits the Niners' MO for what they want with these strong, stout, run-stuffing defensive backs. If you can't tackle, you can't play for the 49ers. I, I don't care how good you are. But he checks that. Now, ball skills, that's a concern. We talked about that. Returner upside, he does have 34 career punt returns. Um, only 145 yards, which is not great, but yeah, I think he's like a safe returner. He is shifty, doesn't have the top end speed, but he is shifty. Doesn't give up separation, so he's he's closer to, he's not near as good a player. Charvarius Ward, who is also an undrafted free agent, right? Similar skill set, similar body build, similar toughness. Great at tackling, physical, doesn't give up a lot of separation. Now, he is way too handsy. Penalties are concerned. He had 21 career penalties. He's going to have to fix some things, no doubt about it, if he wants to stay on this roster. Now, listen to what his coach said at Rug Rutgers. Um, his coach was Jay Valai, who was his cornerback coach at Rutgers. Now he's the cornerback coach at Alabama. That should tell you something. He said, quote, 
Avery Young is probably going to run for president in 2030-something. Avery is awesome. Great guy to be around. His tenacity and his energy are infectious, end quote. Dude's going to run for president, right? Like, you don't say that about a lot of people. This is just... He's he's just a cool cat, man. And, you know, I went through just some of his social media, just scrolling just to kind of see what his interests were. Nothing about him. He's not retweeting or whatever his stuff. It's all promoting his college and high school teammates. That's all it is. And, you know, a lot of the women basketball players at Rutgers, they got a very good program there, just promoting other people. Um, and it just – he just fits. He fits. He fits the culture. He fits the play style. He fits the body type. He fits the experience, the football IQ. Now, let's be honest. What is it going to take for Avery Young to make this roster? We have so many corners. We have so many slot corners. We have so many safeties. I just don't see a way. Again, he's our number 81 player. 53 make the roster. So, you know, just by numerical value alone, he's got to climb. He's got to climb a significant way. 20, what's that, 28? Now, can he make the practice squad? Yes. Why? Because he can do it all. You only get 16 practice squad guys. You know, there's 22 positions on offense and defense, and you only get 16. He can play slot. He can play free safety. He can play strong safety. He can play punt return. He can play all the special teams. He has a lot of coins to kind of cash in. But can't you can't skate through this. You know, he's he was disappointed he wasn't drafted. His dad even talked about how he wasn't, you know, he kind of went through a similar thing, but you know, got in there, did what he had to do. I really hope this kid I want to see what he can bring on the field. He's got to correct some issues, but he's a project player, which is weird whenever you're talking about somebody with five start five years starting, but he's got to learn not to grab players, those penalties, all that stuff. And he's got to make the opportunities when he gets it. And so what I really need to see from him is a team run the ball and him show off his run defense skills. That's how he's going to have to put a splash on it. So this is Avery Young. Shout out to Josh, 49ers guru, did a heck of a job. Um, And I'm excited about this guy because usually undrafted free agents have like a super high ceiling, but there's question marks. That's not Avery. Avery is not a super high ceiling player. Avery is just a, you know, right down the fairway, you know, 260 yards or whatever in golf. And he's just, he's a safe player that checks all the boxes that once he gets his shot, he's going to be a quality player. At worst, quality special teamer. He's just got to get that shot. So that's defensive back Avery Young at number 81. And we are just going to keep counting him down over here.